Chapter Thirteen of Neighbours by Florence Morse Kingsley. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Madeleine de Say, in her pink cotton gown the colour of a rose, a rare tint which appeared to be reflected more richly in her glowing face, was still talking, or was it merely listening, to the tall young man on the further side of the fence, when Monsieur de Say, with no undue appearance of haste, joined his daughter. One might have supposed he had at that moment first perceived the stalwart person of the intruder, so genuine and unaffected was his surprise. Oh, monsieur, he murmured gently, possess the advantage, is it not? I have not the plaisir, no? The girl turned quickly, and in the act a wave of crimson submerged the warm rose of her cheek. Oh, she breathed, quite and yet not quite as an American girl would have spoken the small word, signifying surprise and pleasure, or was it merely dismay? The young man's head was bare, and the wind blew his curly brown hair about his blue eyes, which were frankly occupied with the girl to the exclusion of all else. But at the tactful interruption, meant without doubt to hold a shade of reproof, he glanced up. Oh, your father he asked cheerfully oh, glad to know you sir i had the pleasure of meeting mr say some weeks ago perhaps she told you of the spill of the spill echoed the older man still bland but unsmiling i fear i do not understand this word is not familiar and you he turned to his daughter you have not introduced my madeleine where, par exemple, is your civilité? His playful manner took all the sting from his words, or so young Harry Schwartz was thinking. He was therefore quite unprepared for what followed. Uh, permit me to present to my father, uh, Monsieur, Monsieur Henri Lenoir, she said breathlessly, and flashed a pleading glance at the partner of her late adventure. Ah! Monsieur de Say's voice held quick relief, undisguised satisfaction, mingled with cautious reserve, but the sort of reserve which is ready to melt into complete cordiality. A compatriote, Monsieur, I grasp your hand with great pleasure. Harry Schwartz understood and took instant advantage of the proffered hand. The rapidly spoken French phrase troubled him. He shook his head regretfully. I didn't learn much French in school, he acknowledged. Ah, oh, voila, you are American born, I perceive. Monsieur Desay's tone expressed keen regret. But, my friend, you should learn the language hereditaire. It is great pity, such ignorance. Forgive if I speak without disguise of sentiment. The young man drew his frank brows together in a puzzled frown. He was trying, with small success, to comprehend not merely Monsieur de Say's halting English, but the singular sea-change which had come over his own honest name. Why had Madeleine, he already thought of her as Madeleine, called him Le Noir? In the meantime, it appeared necessary to say the right thing, if one could by any means be sure of it, to this insistent person in the frogged velvet coat. "'I'm awfully sorry I'm such an ignoramus,' he blurted out. 
but i guess i could make a stab at french if i put my mind to it i wish uh, couldn't you teach me sir i'd study like a nailer i vow i would it was a credit to m desaye's quick wits as well as to his recent studies in the singular english idioms that he grasped the import of this speech his grave face brightened i am not professor of french language and literature he stated with dignity still to oblige a compatriot who will sans doute acquire his own language with ease i shall have the most great plaisir you will begin immediately n'est-ce pas i will cause you to forget the fact lamentable that you are born american oh i say murmured the astonished recipient of this magnificent offer you are a lot too good sir oh but i'm afraid i he stole a look at the girl she was apparently intent upon the spray of lilac bloom she was slowly denuding of its florets upon the melting rose of her cheek the dark lashes cast a distracting shadow about the corners of her mouth an elusive dimple came and went well if you think i could learn sir i was never very good at latin oh certainement cried m desaye with some impatience not for nothing i've used the sang froid to speak to my daughter allons i now present to you book you shall also learn many things most necessary for polite he held the gate wide and harry schwartz entered his brow still corrugated with unaccustomed thought madeleine raised her eyes for an instant but she did not smile he even thought he detected a shade of displeasure in the look she bent upon him as he lingered behind the impetuous frenchman who had dashed into the house in quest of the initial medium of instruction what's the matter with my name he inquired did you forget it she surveyed him disdainfully from under her lashes stupid she murmured not for you do i your so ugly name transfer to most beautiful francais but for my father who hate detest such german word you understand oui? never do i again speak to you if you oh you bet i won't he promised eagerly i'm not so slow i get you okay but say you won't mind if i take your father up on that proposition will you i am keen to learn french always wanted to honest injun i'll study evenings oh, madeleine smiled inscrutably also i learn to speak english she said very quick i learn miss malvina teach me many things in two jerks of lamb tail you see you mean the old maid dressmaker next door he asked incredulously is she teaching you english madeleine nodded mon père aussi we are most interested we study idiom like you eat my best bonnet <laughs> mon dieu me i find your english not gentil but most risible what do you call funny <laughs> i bet dollar i learn more quick than you my star alive yes <clears throat> you sure are making some progress agreed the young man cheerfully but i can teach you too 
I'll bet I can knock the spots out of Miss Malvina when it comes to idioms. I know em all. <laughs> you knock the spots of Miss Malvina. It is most rude knock. Oh, knock the spots is an idiom. It means oh, I can lay all over Miss Malvina when it comes to teaching you good plain American. I can beat her hollow or beat her to a frazzle. Means the same thing. She's old fashioned. Old fashioned? Yes, behind the times. Not up to date. You want to hitch your wagon to a star. That's me. And young Harry Schwartz grinned audaciously. We also have idiom, she informed him. You shall see. But mon père has discovered book of learning. He is not glad for me to talk to you. Why not? I flattered myself your father cottoned to me. She swept him a quaint curtsy. Goodbye. I make myself of a sudden scurse like teeth of hen, quick absent. Uh, you understand? By the living jingo, mused Harry Schwartz, as he walked away ten minutes later, a copy of Fenelon's Telemachus under his arm. If she isn't a perfect peach, is little Henri in luck? Oh, you can just bet he is. And he tossed Monsieur Desaye's treasured Fenelon into the air and caught it again to the imminent peril of its old world binding. End of chapter 13